0: Practical tips, tools, and resources you can implement today to bust through your own internalized prisons of worry and doubt. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box.
1: Hi, it's Sarah, your host to the No Labels, No Limits podcast. And first, Let me say thank you for joining us um, for today's episode of the show, which, as you all know, who have been listening and new listeners will learn that the podcast is all about shedding limiting labels and beliefs so that you can actually lead your most fulfilling, meaningful and purposeful life. And sometimes those labels and beliefs come up from setbacks and hardships that we face and we hear them or we experience them in ways that are different. So I think, actually, I know that you will learn a lot about that from today's guest. Um, He has an amazing backstory, if you will, but what he's doing in the world today is all about unlimiting ourselves. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And with that, let me tell you a little bit about our guest today, Brandon Beecham. Now, Brandon has been a serial entrepreneur since childhood, really young. Um, And then in 2011, 2010, 2011, while he's living on a friend's couch, he co-founded a company called Resort Share. And so four years later, I want you to imagine this, Resort Share was named the 569th fastest growing private company in America in the annual Inc. 5000 companies list. That's a huge achievement in just a short amount of time. And then only three months after getting that, um, being named that, he was offered, the company was offered to be bought out for $30 million by a publicly traded company. So I want you to pause and imagine that you're living on a friend's couch. You create a company four years later, and you've got an offer to have it purchased from you for $30 million. How great would you be feeling in that moment? Would you just be high with excitement and feelings of accomplishment? Yeah, I bet I would. I know I would. Um, But wait, that's not the whole story. So (laughs) there's more. Yeah, there is more. So, But not even half a day later, like within 12 hours, Mm -hmm. Brandon finds out they lost 90% of their revenue from a major partner who signed with a much larger competitor. evaporation on the offer. And my question to all of the listeners is how would you respond to that? Would you rebound or throw in the towel or just have a big old pity party? Mm -hmm. Well, Brandon pivoted and he went from, I would say learning those powerful, painful, but actually significant life lessons Um, through those hardships and his experiences. And he is now actually focusing on his greatest passion, which is exploring consciousness and the ultimate nature of reality. So we're gonna talk to Brandon about that today because he is passionate about it. Um, And he does his work through a number of different venues, if you will. He has the Positive Head podcast and a new consciousness elevating talk show. And think about it being like an evening talk show format called optimistic, optimistic, Um, which I love just from the name alone. So Brandon, with Mm. that as an introduction, welcome to the No Labels, No Limits podcast. And what have I left out of that that you think Mm. people should know about you? You you,
2: You actually left something out that was very thorough, by the way. And yet, but wait, one month after losing the offer, you know, lost 90% of our revenue. They offers us off the table. You find out your best friend and business partner that you gave equity to in the company to begin with has, um, has basically behind your back with, a a, a four, there's four main partners. I started then my brother very quickly, a year later, my best friend, and then four years later, a big wig guy who was kind of taking us to the exit right so number three and four number three was my best friend number four was this you know newest partner to find out those two were conspiring to not only we'd just been hit by an asteroid um (laughs) but conspiring how they could essentially take what's left from me and my brother who gave them their equity to begin with so you know, uh, yeah, and that was uncovered because my brother had linked up emails with one of them years earlier for some silly reason, and so they could respond on each other's behalfs. And then he he used Webmail instead of his normal Outlook or whatever, and happened to see all these back and forth. Here's how we'll restructure. Here's who will get their equity. Here's you know, and it's like, oh, okay, um, <laughs> this is adds insult to injury. And, um, yeah, so, you know, in that moment, I instantly reflected back to the one that was my close friend, putting a hypothetical scenario to me six months earlier. You know, I just started my podcasting because what would happen if your podcast really took out a positive head and, and all of a sudden uh, our fourth partner wanted a piece of it because you created it while you were still working here. This is how they think, you know, and I'm like, uh, I would probably give it to him because I'm so infinitely abundant. There's just more where that came from months later, little did I know the two of them are considering, you know, conspiring to take my equity from me. And I went to them and said, we've uncovered what you're doing you don't have to take it you can have it we just want a clean exit from you get away from your toxic energy and go and start something new which we did and that was a very challenging imagine 30 million dollars to walking away giving what's left now granted it was in a rough state at that time but it's now thriving and doing well you know years later and, and um we walked away and that 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 friend you know, never responded to me. I did end up signing it over someone else on on their behalf. I walked, we walked away. We just wanted away from them. And, um, you know, in my, in my new book, The Golden Key, I talk about the story as my sort of hero's journey tale. And I reference this person as the villain in my story, right? And how oftentimes the villains as my, as Eben Alexander, who was on my show years ago, talks about when he had his near-death experience, the villains are often your best friends on the other side. And I have a lot of links to him. I have a lot of birthday synchronicity and he's a part of that. And so I'm like, you know, I've always told that story of this, you know, this happened for me, not to me. Well, lo and behold, the day I hit print on the book where I, I didn't name him by name, but if you read it, you'll see, I talk about the villain in the story. He calls me, I haven't heard from him in over five years. He goes, I know you probably don't want to talk to me. I just want you to know I've been on an intense spiritual journey and I've turned my life completely around and you keep coming up in meditation and something about us writing a book together from my intuitive friend. And I'm like, well, um, we just wrote a book together. Yeah. You're just made a guest appearance as the villain. And you know, it was, it's, it's, uh, Sarah really turned into a great story of redemption. I saw him a few weeks later. There was a lot of tears. There was, um, you know, Hey, I'm really sorry for what I've done. Here's, $50,000 cash, (laughs) Um, you know, I just written a book on manifesting abundance. And, uh, you know, it was and in now, um, he's renting a room at the communal property I run in in Venice and Los Angeles. And he's completely thriving in his life and very different person. It's like, Oh, now we can really, we're on the same page, you know, here's this person who is manipulative. And, you know, it's all about what can I consume and take for myself, You know, he had also been the only one that had become a millionaire off of that company by selling stock months before everything went down. So on top of that, you know, he had actually been the one that thrived the most from my creation. Right. And so it was, wow. So that's what you left out. (laughs) And now we're like, he, my best friend is back new and improved. And he's saying, how can I support you? How can I support getting this message out to the world? How can I, you know, he bought or he just got, I gave him, you know, a hundred copies of the book and he just hands them out to everyone. Hey, I'm the villain in this book. Check it out. You know? And it's just, it's a wild story. And I'm really interested to see where it goes from here.
1: I want to go back because there's something, I mean, you talk about it really naturally that this occurred Mm -hmm. and it can sound simple, um, yeah. or straightforward. And it's not. But in that moment, you know, when you had basically been sucker punched in your gut, you had a choice, you could have been chosen to be bitter and vengeful. And you could have taken a you know, all of the more attack, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. attack yep. philosophies oh, and yeah. energies, right? Oh, so yeah, what was in it? In
2: you? How
1: did you come about that grounding? in where you were able to make a different choice, Brandon?
2: Mm. You know, I'd had a, that's such a great question. I'd had a lot of setup leading up to that in my life. You know, I'd, I'd been on this, I've been on this, you know, path of awakening my own spiritual journey for, you know, about 25 years. I look at my new book, you know, 25 years of deep exploration. I've condensed it into three hours to listen to, or, you know, a hundred pages to read. So I'd really been on this this path of, you know, it's, it's, I I like to say on my podcast, we teach best what we most need to learn. And so I had, it's one thing to understand all the stuff I talk about. Theoretically all is one. It's all an extension of you. It's happening for you, not to you all great. Well, and good as Mike Tyson says, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face. And and so you know I had a lot of years of really just slowly but surely getting better and better you know smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor and we all came to be skilled sailors so you know I would get rocked and thrown off easily for many years and I just got better and better and better and better and it just you know slow and steady and here comes this you know asteroid hitting me. It's obvious what a setup it is, the timing of it all, you know, then finding out this person is betraying me in in a similar fashion to, you know, what he had asked me hypothetically years before, months before, what if so-and-so tried to take something, you know, more from you, I'd give it to him and at that time me and my brother who's my brother's the most sensitive person i know and so he was just so rattled by everything that had happened and so hurt and so confused and scared that there was going to be legal repercussions from you know things that were going on and <clears throat> so we just said you know what let's just let's just hand it over and, and and ask for a release so we don't have anything to do with their toxic energy another moment and we can go and manifest more and you know, and, and we've we started a, a travel company out of the ashes of that, called Hello Vacay, which is just about the it's it's done fairly well. Nothing is like that rocket ship, but we just made a big partnership with Priceline, and so in literally within days of this recording, there's going to be a whole new site, HelloVacay.com, where you can get you know huge discounts on um hotels and motels and things like that like a membership driven discount platform. And we think it's got way more p- potential than what we had before. So we'll see the verdict is out. I'm unattached, but it's like that, you know, that journey would be such for that to happen would be really sw- a really beautiful story. Right. Yeah. And so it was, I saw it as the opportunity for me to be the biggest person possible and to you know, practice what I preach, yep. you know? And, um, so I, I stepped to it and, uh, here we are. And I'm glad that I did.
1: So let's talk a little bit more about how the connection, I mean, you started to talk about yeah. you writing about this story and the villain and all that in the golden key. So the full title is the modern golden key, the modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. What do you mean by, um, Let me just ask even more grand there. What do you mean when you talk about the ultimate nature of reality Mm. and how that links
2: to Mm. your book? Great question. So I, I, I always say that's what I'm most passionate about exploring is the ultimate nature of reality. And what do I mean by that? I believe, you know, there's, I believe there's many truths. I call them relative truths. You and I are separate. That we can make an argument for that. And most people would agree with it however there's an ultimate truth a deeper truth you and i are one the consciousness that animates my form is the consciousness that animates your form the separation between us is illusory in nature i believe and we can see it's all made of the same stuff physically i mean i'm talking to you and what what am i what, you know well i'm a, you know a conglomeration of atoms that form in its former life were a star somewhere that lived out its full childhood adolescence young adulthood middle age. Old age, died a violent death, exploded, its guts strewn across the cosmos, and reformed into me talking to you in this moment, and and same with you. So there's a, it's it's literally the same stuff recreating itself in different ways, and I think that's happening not only physically, as you know, I just pointed out, and science knows, uh, but but spiritually, Uh, consciousness. You know, it's it's all. Um, source, God, higher self, the universe, you know, whatever you want to refer to it as I am that and, and, you are that. And so when I talk about the ultimate nature of reality, I'm really pointing to the oneness of all things and the implications of that being the most foundational level truth. There can be other truths stacked on top of it that are relative you know, um, and for
1: example, give me just an example of a relative truth that is stacked
2: on that just so I've got yeah, context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, 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 the main the, the first one I always go to is what I said is you and I are separate. We can make an yeah. argument for that. And many would agree with it. You and I are one. That is a different truth. That is, I would say, even more fundamental and foundational, but maybe less apparent, depending on the vantage point from which we are speaking. Right. Um, time. Time exists right? That's a truth. Like you and I had a time. We came together today to record this time is an illusion. That's a truth. Einstein proved if you shoot me into outer space at light speed and bring me back a day later, I'm a day older and you've been dead a hundred years or something. Right? So it's, it's there, there are truths, you know, nested within each other. And I like to get to what is the, what's, what's at the root of it? What's at the root? When you start digging to get to the root, the foundational truths, what's going on here is absolutely fascinating. Okay. You are it. It is you, you are source. You are God guiding. This is how God experiences herself throughout eternity. It forgets so that it can remember if you are, if it is all one and it is all love at its core, it's happening for love. I believe that becomes meaning And there's no time that becomes meaningless, right? There's only me, it consciousness and it's love, but there's no, opposite of love for the contrast to mean anything it's like a a great work of art you've never seen a great work of art without shadow in it you need the contrast for it to be beautiful you know the music is the silence between the notes they say same kind of idea so it is all one it is happening for love love is the core of it all and it needs the duality to exist so this is how god i believe experiences herself throughout eternity it it okay, I'm going to take a form, I'm going to play this avatar, I'm going to pretend like there's another in the form of, oh, I'll be Sarah, and you, and Brandon, and I'll pretend like I'll be, and then I'll interact with myself. Uh, First, I'll drop myself into a 3D reality that's really a holographic, you know, illusion we're now seeing, you know, like I talk also in the book, um, simulation argument, which basically shows you're in a simulation, um, or a lot of evidence, you have people like Elon Musk saying one in a billion chance that this is not a, a simulation, and people like Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, it's, it's, it's becoming pretty apparent to to those who are really exploring and looking. And it's like, okay, I'm going to create this this light show. For all practical purposes, is the same as a video game or a, a movie. You know, the, the particles that make me up are vibrations of energy, not solid at all. They're they're flicking in and out of existence so quickly, like a like a projector does. It appears solid, but it's really light. And, and, uh, I'm going to, you know, I always say on people on Facebook and stuff for their birthday, I always write happy 3d incarnation anniversary, because you didn't get created on the day you were born. You dropped into a body and gave yourself amnesia to where you came from prior so that you can have an experience that's actually meaningful here. And then the game becomes remembering while in the game so that you can start to really play it at a level that is empowering. And this is, you know. This is how God experiences herself. And, you know, in, in, with that, all that contrast or context, like I always think of my brother when he was, um, when he was early twenties, he got a ticket for something. He didn't pay it. He forgot about it. Years went by, he got pulled over. They said, Oh, you've got a warrant, buddy. Let's go taking you to jail. I, mean, I already mentioned he's the most sensitive person. I know here's the sensitive soul sitting in jail for like four days um, I pick him up at 12.01 a.m. because they keep him an extra minute so that they can charge the state for the, another day. I get home, it's two in the morning or whatever by now. He's starving. I, I cook him a Hot Pocket. To this day, you ask my brother, what is the best meal you ever had? Guess what is his best meal you Hot ever had? Talk. That Hot Pocket. That's what I'm talking about. That contrast gave him the the fulfillment and enjoyment from this simple thing that you otherwise would take for granted. So this is what's going on. We choose to forget and experience hardship, pain, strife, you know, negativity, so that when you wake up and remember, oh, actually, I'm it, and it is me. I am one with all of the abundance in the universe. I I built this place. Now it actually means something because you've experienced some contrast to give it meaning.
1: Do we wake up in this life to that? I mean, or is that something that we get? Close
2: <laughs> <with>? <laughs> do you? Uh, that's a good question. I'm um, not,
1: I mean, we, for me, it's something that I, <laughs> I no, I resonate with everything you're saying. I really do. But then there's that part of me that's curious. I'm going, yeah, mm. when, when is the, when is the need for creating that contrast? And, and sometimes it shows up as drama you know, and you're just going, yeah. what's the point of this? And I've said that many times recently, right? It's like, I'm not sure what the point of this is. I don't think yeah. I need this anymore. Almost like mm-hmm. I don't need mm-hmm. this on, off, dark light mm-hmm. stress. Mm-hmm. So I'm right. going to, you know, do something different, but, um, or choose something different. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, do you get to a point or have you gotten to that point perhaps, Brandon, where um, it's the interval between recognizing that you who you are and how you may be contrasting or separate from that reality in the moment gets shorter.
2: I, I say it does. I, 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 for me, I found it does. Uh, I can't go long with buying into the drama Until it goes, oh, hold on a minute, Brandon, this is the trigger. You're, it is okay. You know, what's you can see what's happening here. Oh, what a perfect setup to really piss me off. Like this is so well orchestrated. Like, you know, and it's well done self. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's like, uh, I hear you, you get to the point where sometimes it's like, do I really need this? And I would say you do, or it wouldn't be happening. You know, and I believe when we've all the opportunity for growth has fully realized itself, you check out, you okay, got what I needed to from that, that show, I'm exit stage right, you know. And so that's my personal belief. And and there's varying degrees of awareness of what's going on. Obviously you have people who are here and they're learning at a very slow rate. You have people who are 80 years old who have no, who've never even considered that they came here to grow. Like it it didn't even, you know what I mean? Then you have the 10 year old who's so contemplative and, you know, and, and so it really um, certainly one of the things I talk about, one of the keys in the book, I say, I call, I um, name is trust the mystery. So I don't always know the why I just trust the process that it is happening for me. There's something to learn from it. It's somehow a, a a reflection of my vibrational offering, whether an hour ago, a week ago, a month ago, 10 years ago, another lifetime ago, it's somehow in the, the pot of, uh, experience that I'm cooking up. Is is coming from from as a reflection of self to be uh, uh, learned from to be uh, released and worked through. You know, I, I like to say, everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself. So these things that are coming up, that sometimes it's like, oh, what, do I really need this? Well, if it's really triggering you to be irritated by it, maybe that's the whole thing. It's like learning to you know, just surrender to what's unfolding and becoming the, the calm in the eye of the storm. And I think that's going to become increasingly important as we level up or ascend, as some people call it. You know, I think it's, um, I think you have a lot tied to us energetically that we're not even aware of. That's sort of karmic ties <laughs> or dharmic ties, you know, like this is my path. And these are things that I, I came into this 3D container to process and work through as I level up to the next greatest and grandest version of myself. And, you know, I talked about it being a simulation earlier. Well, what's the point of a simulation that we know of? Like if you're going to be a fighter pilot, they put you in a simulation first. Why? Because if they just threw you in the plane and sent you out there, it's a lot more dangerous. You can learn in an environment for a bigger show, for a bigger game. And that's what I believe is going on here. This is a safe, safer environment to get the chop's down of being God, <laughs> essentially. Well,
1: well that, I, if nothing else, it's a, an amazing playground for that because there's constantly um, growth and learning opportunities, de- depending if you take them or not. But there's
2: well, no that's, shortage. That, that's it. It's, you know, because what I'm saying here is you are the creator and created, rolled into one. Well, what what does a creator do? What does it creates? So it, you know, it, it creates with its with its energy, with its belief. That's what that's what we do. So you know, abracadabra translates to "I create as I speak." So your words really are your wands. You are spelling. You are casting a spell. So for me, I've told the story my whole life. I don't believe in getting sick. I just made that up, and and just continue to tell it enough until I believed it. And I'll tell anyone I knew, Oh, you have the flu. Oh, I don't believe in getting, getting sick. Give me a hug. Now I'm not going to say I've never been sick, but I'm 46 years old, never been in a hospital, never a broken bone. I can count on two hands. The times I've, you know, vomited, you know, it just hasn't been a part of my journey. Well, we can look at the science. Well, let's see How, how, why did that work? Well, if I'm the creator of my experience and I'm believing it, you know, I'm aligning vibrationally to that Believe. Healing network. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, You're always just swimming in different vibrational pools. We can see 30% of all healings, including surgeries are placebo. And so that's science backing it up. And so it really is that uh, you start to play with these. Oh, okay. Why is this happening for me? The, the, the only thing I've gotten good at, Sarah, is telling good stories about why something's happening and how it's going to serve me and spinning it in a way that, you know, uh, there's a silver lining there. And it doesn't mean to avoid the pain of any situation. The actually the contrary to to ex- accept that that is a part of it too. You know, I'm, I you you came here for more than love. You know, love is the foundation of it all. But you came here to experience the full gamut of emotion and experience that I believe in non physical. We can't fully feel the same way because it's it's not real. <laughs> you well, there's
1: not no, there there's nothing to. A mirror. You've used the terminology mirror or um, contrast, right? So mm-hmm. without those things, it's really tough to experience fully. Yeah, right. You know, you know, you can say I want to be in love, quote unquote, but until you're actually in a relationship where you're having to go. Oh, I wanted the easy way, right? You're going, and mm-hmm. it's not like that, man. If you're signed up, you're signed up. You're all in to be learning and growing and accepting. It isn't about just you, right? Because you yep. set up something to be part of it. Um, let's talk about your book, some. I have tons of questions, but I, I really do want to learn more because I think many of what, much of what you're speaking right now is linked to what you're, you've written about in your book. Can you kind of walk us through a bit of that and what I as a reader can expect to, if I interact and am engaged with the book, what mm-hmm. I would expect to gain?
2: Mm, great question. Um, yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. I, I knew for many years I would write a book or books. Um, and August 6th, I had a dream And it was like here's the subject here's how you're going to release it in a unique way here's the topics and i'm like okay i will follow this this inner guidance and i started i just started every morning i would get up and write and i wanted it to be concise i can be pretty verbose uh, in case you haven't noticed and (laughs) 1400 (laughs) podcast episodes six year in six years as of this week six years actually well I've, i've gotten over being shy Yeah, I've definitely gotten over that. Um, And (laughs) I can check that one off the list. And so I really wanted to um, condense down all my learnings, uh, you know, over 25 years of exploration of the ultimate nature of reality into something that is, you know, really digestible. And so, uh, yeah, with the golden key, I mean, the the way I wanted to approach it is abundance is such a big hot topic for people. And it's like, I, as I say in the book, um, abundance is your birthright, the quintessence of your being, the essence of the essence, it's what you are at its core. And so I wanted to really take people through a journey. There's eight keys in it, seven keys. And then the main, the golden key that sort of ties them all together. Right. And I I sort of step people through with, Hey, let's look at the science of what the, the nature, what is the nature of the situation in which you find yourself? You know, um, well, let's look at the science of it. Let's look at some of the things that, you know, that I've just, I can rattle off a few of them if you'd like. Yeah, please do. Yeah. So you've got the first key is see the oneness. The second key is know the illusion. The third key is focus your flow. The fourth key is align your intentions. The fifth key is be, be, be. The sixth key is trust the mystery. The seventh key is love what comes. And the golden key, one that ties them all together, master the Y-O-U universe. The universe. (laughs) So uh, yeah, that's the keys. That gives you a high level, you know, and then I just really go in and break each of those down and and they kind of build on each other to give you a holistic view of how, how I view reality and the, 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 you know, perspectives that I've employed to create, you know, a a pretty incredible life, you know, um, some, some, you know, achieving what I did with resort chair one in 10,000 entrepreneurs ever get to that level. You know, um, it's not statistically in my favor, but when you start to understand, hold on, I'm in my own private universe. Of course I make it. I'm the only one here. God is so abundant. It, it, there's enough room for infinite universes and this idea that everywhere I go, I'm there waiting for myself and everything is a prop in my movie reflecting me back to me and and vice versa. I would say I'm a prop in your movie and you, I I am an extension of your consciousness that you created to look like this, sound like this and to interact in this way. And it's just you feeding you back to you. And so when you start playing with that as the, core operating system and way you're navigating and, and even start thinking of, okay, well, I'm here. It's sort of like the Truman Show. You know, if you've ever seen the Truman Show where it's like, hold on, this is everything's like happening around me. It's this big, you know, production. And, uh, you know, every every prop that comes into your field, into your, you know, that's a vibrational, strong enough vibrational match that it appears in your movie, you know, there's something there for you. And so my job becomes to curiously, to, you know, curiously explore and to say, okay, why is this happening for me? What is this challenge? It's easy when it's, you know, when it's good, right. And enjoyable, but why is, you know, this, uh, you know, I had someone here at the communal property, the mystic manor, I move in. And I, as I mentioned earlier, I have some really crazy synchronicity story around my birthday. And this guy moved in and he had my birthday and I'm like, oh, here we go. I know it's coming because you know it's been a theme and he ended up being extremely challenging in a way that I pushed my buttons and brought out shadow parts of myself I hadn't seen since I was 14. And, and then I'm like, ah, and this is a gift. And I know he's here to help me to integrate and work through some of these things and I didn't see an exit. I almost shut the whole thing down cuz he refused to leave. And then I remembered, hold on, Brandon, remember, if you get the lesson from him in the interaction, then it a natural separation will occur because the universe just wants to be efficient. It just wants to expand and grow as me through me. So if I get the lesson from my interactions with this other me, then some i don't need to know the exit strategy it'll work itself out and that's exactly what happened in dramatic fashion and then the day he left it was like a tornado hit our house like randomly everyone else's was fine It was like an energy like you know probably lifetimes with this person where we just like ripped each other apart and i found a peaceful solution by becoming my highest self and he, he, he called me to do that. It was necessary to, to, to make it through. It's like the boss at the end of a video game level, you know, and, um, and then you level up. And so I, I, I really, Sarah, strive at this point to view everyone else as the master and me as the student. So knowing that they're giving me whatever I need to become the next greatest and grandest version of myself, it doesn't mean they know it, right? The guy flick, flicking you off on the freeway and cutting you off to push your buttons to You know, um, he doesn't know that he's acting as your teacher in that moment and helping you to sharpen your axe to become a, a smooth, you know, a skilled sailor. He doesn't know that. Um, but um, that's what I believe is happening. So, you know, I just, you know, navigate thinking, you know, you take an example like that, you know, you may have heard this one before where it's like, if, I, if you're holding a cup of coffee and I bump into you, what spills out?
1: The extra, I don't know.
2: Coffee, right? Why did coffee spill out? That's what was there. That was what was in the cup. Yep. So if someone bumps up against you, and anger spills out. Oh, nice. Why did anger spill out? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rumi said it well. He said, "You know, how will your mirror? How will your mirror be polished if you're annoyed by every rub?" And so a lot of these challenges, that's what they're there for. I'm trying
1: to remember there is a quote similar that I learned in Aikido years ago I'm, as when I was in it. But it's really, it basically what it means is the enemy I'm fighting is within me, right? That's right. And boy, I kept thinking, I don't get that, right? But then you do get it. You're thinking there's not an external an- enemy, it's in you. And so that is one of my favorite things to ask. So like, and when I have a particularly challenging thing, I just sometimes look up at nature. I'm going, what is the lesson I am not getting here? Because I kind of want to get it and get done with it. Um, Yep. Yep. Like to get it and get done with you. But you have a really cool philosophy on how you're selling your book. And I think it speaks to the content and to you as a person. So can you talk about your share philosophy on gifting your book and how that works?
2: You know, I decided to gift the book because I'm selfish. Um, (laughs) I call it the good kind of selfish. So the golden key, modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. I believe, you know, for me and, 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 you know, we can have all kinds of philosophies at the end of the day, what kind of results do they get? right actions I mean you know results speak loudest and they've gotten me you know these eight keys of by applying them to my life as the foundational core operating system of the way I navigate my reality they have gotten me you know wonderful results so I I, I believe and so you know part of that is okay well, if they've gotten me these great results and led me into a life that I'm really proud of and and is enjoyable, doesn't mean there's not challenges, but I even embrace those. I know my challenges are blessings and all of that. It's like, how do I help as many other people as possible to to live from this perspective? Because first off, there are no others. It's all me. So the more I help others, the more I'm going, is going to come back to me right? Energetically. It's like, it's like Gandhi said, if you want to find yourself, lose yourself in the service of others. The reason I believe that holds true is because there are no others. So great. How do I help as many other me's as possible? Or for one, I'm going to just gift the audio or ebook. Um, if you have a a code to download it, you know, you can get it or, or stream it, you can get them for free. Right. And then at the end of the book, I invite people to say, okay, let's, let's carry this vibration forward by, uh, performing exercises. Uh, you know, over a number of days, that just keep you in that vibrational pool because everything, you know, is is, is that right? You're, I always say the number one job we all have, the only job we have, is to manage our vibration. You don't do something like work in order to have something like money, in order to be something like happy. You be something like happy, and you find yourself doing and having things that are a vibrational match to that, right? So it all starts from within. So, okay, how do I give people the tool, the tools, the guidebook that I've implemented to do that for myself? And, and I'm going to do it because I'm selfish, because I know if I more I help them, the more comes back to me. And then at the end of the book, I invite people to, if, if it was really meaningful to them, they can come and, and part of an abundance manifestation game in these ongoing exercises, they can optionally choose to pay something for the book, any amount they want, right? And we're going to use that as a seed to sprout into greater abundance as part of the game. And then from there, when people do that, I take half of that money and share with the people who've been sharing. Anyone can create a code and share it with anyone else. So it becomes an abundance feedback loop where it's just like, let's just continue to spread the wisdom first and foremost. And then any financial abundance that flows in from this game, let's share that too. And it gives me the opportunity to practice what I preach, walk the talk and, um, you know, create, uh, you know, I, I read, I don't know if you know, notes from the universe, a guy, Mike Dooley, does notes from the universe. I do that. I love I love notes from the universe <laughs> and, and <laughs> how synchronistic and timely they can be sometimes. And and you know, one came the other day that mirrored something that I've fantasized about for a, more than a decade. I always jokingly say, like, I dream about I'm doing. Why am I doing everything that I'm doing? Because I want a really good afterlife party. You know, I I think of getting to the other side and everyone who's played a role in in my life and all the people that I benefited in some way are there. And we celebrate how what a great success I was doing this human dance. And he, one of the notes from the universe recently was that very thing, talking about, you know, they're going to get up and speak at this this party in your honor. And not only the people that you benefited and and shifted their world, but the people that they benefited. And on and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is my, this is what motivates me to do everything (laughs) I do. I just want a really good afterlife party. You're a
1: party guy. You want a celebration. (laughs) Nice.
2: Yep. Yep. (laughs) So now, you know,
1: I love it. Um, Okay. I've got a random question to ask you before we wrap up. And then I'm, I'm, I'm going to, ask you to talk the best place people can hear more from you on your other platforms and stay connected with you. Um, So folks also, we'll have a link in our uh, show notes to um, get the book. um, Just to know that there'll be a code in there for you to go and check it out. Um, But Brandon, here's my random question for you, because I really was intrigued by everything I did on my uh, research for you and learning. So I go, (laughs) I go to your page for your book, and I'm learning more. And then because I'm nosy and I look at things and I see patterns. I'm going, interesting pricing structure. What is Ooh. the significance of uh-huh. your $11.11, $8.88, $55.55? Mm. Share with me. Is it a numerology yeah. thing or what? Your birthday? Uh, great
2: question. Great question. Uh, my birthday is July 28th. Um, so, um, no, it doesn't have to do with my birthday. So, I, you know, I love these number patterns. Well, for one, eight, you see 888 and things like that. And 8888, and a lot of eights there on the site, um, you'll notice. And that was a synchronicity in itself because I wrote the book and the golden key, uh, I, I landed on eight keys to abundance. And I was telling my brother about it. And he goes, well, I live on the eighth floor. And did you know all the Chinese people in, in he lives in Irvine, California, where there's a lot of Chinese community. They're all fight to get on this floor because the eighth floor, um, is this eight is the symbol for abundance in both traditional and modern, uh, modern Chinese culture, because it sounds phonetically similar to the word for abundance. So it's like a thing. He's like eights are abundance. And I'm like, Oh wow. I had no idea. You know, I just landed on eight keys in this abundance book. So I then started, okay, if I'm going to price things, let's just make it eight, 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 you know, where can I use eights? <clears throat> and then in some cases, 1111, of course, is a, a very, I guess, commonly known uh, pattern to see as, as people are having an awakening and sort of the ascension process, as others would put it. Um, you'll start to notice uh, these numbers. And what's interesting, you know, um, you can if you start seeing a, a a number pattern a lot, I recommend go and search that number, whatever it is, and with with like four, four, four angel numbers, eleven, eleven 11, angel numbers. And you'll get, you know, some, some ideas of, oh, this is the meaning behind that. So once you start understanding, this is you're in your own Truman show <laughs> and it's all like this, um, this programmed, you know, simulation that you are both the architect of, and then you immersed yourself in it. You know, um, you start to then see all these patterns and glitches in the matrix kind of thing. And um, I, I love the, I saw recently the quote, be the glitch you want to see in the matrix. And so, <laughs> so you start, you know, Uh-oh. seeing all these patterns. I think that's a, that's a very common thing for people who are on their path to re membering coming back together into the oneness that is the truth of the, the nature of the situation we find ourselves in. And that just is a, is a stopping point on the way, starting to pattern recognition, or I'm thinking about this thing. And then all of a sudden there it is on a sign. And then, you know, hold on. The song is speaking to exactly what I was just thinking about. And hold on. It's, it starts to realize like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's way closer than you could have imagined. You've just been missing it, you know, or you weren't ready fully. And as we expand, I think the blinders get expanded more and more and you get shown up. They're ready. Sarah's ready to see more. Okay drop it on her. Yeah. Oh, here it is. And, and that's a, that's just one of that. And like synchronicity, you know, having a lot of synchronicity is one, you know, that just happens. I mean, my birthday is my dad's birthday, his grandmother's birthday, her great, great died on that day. Uh, the the business partner, his baby mama and grandmother's same birthday you know, met a soulmate on that day, whose boyfriend committed suicide on that day. His name is Anson. All my relatives are from Anson, North Carolina with that birthday. And that's not even half the story. So that just gives you an idea of noticing the pattern recognition of how it's a feedback loop, feeding me back to me, because I am in my own private universe. I am the star of this show. And so are you. And once you start claiming that power, it starts, you know, when you come holding your bag of sugar to be filled, it will be examined to see how large it is. And so what do you expect? Because you are a creator. If you say I am poor, I am this, I'm unhealthy. Abracadabra. Oh, the creator says it. So So Oh, it is. So, and so it is. And so once you start playing on the other end, Oh my gosh, I am it. And it is me. And I am, of course I make it. Of course I achieve greatness. Of course. Who else? There's no one else in the room, (laughs) you know, and it gets, that's where it gets really interesting.
1: Brandon, it has been so cool talking with you today. And, um, on many levels, so thank you for this great interview. Um, Before I let you go, please tell folks the best places, I know there's more than one, for them to find you and stay current with what you're doing, what you're teaching, um, and how you're helping all of us expand.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and and to just reflect back to you, thank you for having me. You are such a, a fun and gracious host, hostess with the mostess and I have appreciated this so much. Um, so my podcast is, is is everywhere that you would find a podcast positive head it's called, um, and do that five days a week. Uh, my dear friend, Erica Middlemist, Dr. Erica does Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, so that you can have some chill out from my vibe Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you get, she's got the soothing, calm, cool, uh, vibe. So we compliment each other well. And, Um, My show, my late night style consciousness centric talk show is optimistic. You can find that at optimistic.tv and there's uh, many more of those episodes that are going to be coming out and we're just starting, it's kind of been on hiatus because of COVID and we're just starting to look at, you know, giving some love and pushing out a a bunch of episodes that were filmed pre-COVID that haven't been released yet. And then, um, of course, the book, uh, goldenkey.gift and then use the code. Um, I don't know if you already have chosen your code or not. I'm gonna use Okay. So if you go to goldenkey.gift, use the code NLNL. You can uh get the audio or ebook or both. And um yeah, if you feel inspired, then come and play the game. We have a Facebook group of people supporting each other as they do that. And it's uh just all about, you know, keeping the vibration going, right?
1: Well, on that note, I'm going to say so long. And thanks, Brandon. This is uh, just what I needed today. So thanks for entering my universe.
2: Well, I I, I would take the credit, but since you're creating your own universe, uh, thank you for manifesting me on on this perfect divine timing as a uh, divine reflection of you. And uh, yeah, here we grow.
1: Here we grow.